Welcome to episode 34 of the Slacker Studio. Fucking hell, that was terrible. I forgot what number it was. Um, welcome to episode 34 of Slacker Studio, a podcast all about the things we do when we're slacking. This week we're talking about Matrix 4, Joker, Dyson and Space Weather. I'm Ed. And I'm Jack. How's it going? Not too bad. Um, I've been doing lots of random bits, been working my head off, but in between working my head off, I've been kind of trying to weave uh, Mordhauer Classic mm. WoW. Um, because I'm getting to that point now where classic wow, I'm um, I'm level 55, mm-hmm. and I've got this really weird road to get to level 60. And right. for anyone that doesn't know, you've got this weird sort of space where you're not high enough to go into some of the cooler dungeons like Scholomance yeah. or Stratholm, but you're not low enough. Like you know, you go to quest zones and they're all low-level mobs, they're all like yeah. level 50, 52. So you've got this weird grind that you have to get through, or doing arena m- runs for tiny amounts of XP. So it's taken me all week to get two levels right it's yeah, been okay. really I, horrible I remember that last like five level grind so much and that was it when I, when I first played Plunder who was my rogue after I played this mage um, I got to 55 and that's when I transferred over to a death knight when Wrath of the Lich King came out yep, yep. so for the beginning of Wrath I actually played a death knight which is pretty fun um, and of course you get to level 60 immediately oh, right, yeah. by the end of the quest line so I was like <gasps> managed yeah. to get through five levels in like an hour <sighs> absolutely nuts but that was it so um yeah, so I was reading your notes for a second. So I've been also trying to play Mordhau in my spare time to kind of do something fun. But because the latency, we've got so many people living in the house, yeah. it's not useful. It's not good. So when you're trying to like block somebody's swing and they've already cut your head off, you're like, <laughs> oh, okay, I think I'll just spawn again. But yeah, it's been great. Otherwise, um, so that's it. Now I'm going from 55 to 60, though. I heard you can go to Molten Core at 58. Yeah, apparently so. Um and I don't think it's going to be as hard as we remember it being. Yeah, no. Uh, you just need a pug. And as long as we, we've got a guild run this Sunday I can't go to, which I'm a bit gutted, but yeah. I'm still too low. Um, but I'm now looking at... It's, it's kind of fun to be able to think of best in slots, uh, future content and raiding. So like, yeah. now I'm a warlock. A part of me wants to go back. Once I've dinged level 60 and I've done a few raids, I'm going to make a rogue. Because if I enjoy that rogue more, I'll have that as my main. Yeah. But until then, I'm a raiding warlock. Um, I've already got a few best in slots that are apparently really rare. Wasn't going for them. No, you just end up with them, don't you? Yeah. You just end up with them. Every time I go for an item, I never get it. Yep. Every time I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Need someone else. Go, oh my god, I hate you so much. I've been farming for this for a hundred times. And yeah. That's that's classic. One guy had tried to kill this boss. I think he said 110 times, and we finished on his 111th. Birthday! Little Baggins. No, um, it's 111th. Um, he's trying to get this chess piece from this guy called the Whirling Dervish or something in uh, right, low yeah. Black Rock Depths. And he was so frustrated just mashing his keyboard with his hands. I was like, I feel you, mate. Just give it a break. Just find another. Times. Because you've got a best in slot and then you've got two optionals. And he went for the best in slot one. I'm like, that's great and all, but you don't need it for to get into the raid. You just need the optional ones. Yeah. Most of my gear is optional. Um, but yeah. Work has been pretty nuts, so coming back to play these games is amazing, and our kind of guild has, you know, they're still, they're like, look, you're level kind of 55 plus, it's okay, we understand everyone's got random work schedules, we're not going to stress you to get to raid, but we'd like you to get to 60 as soon as possible, so you can raid with us. Yeah. Um, And I've been made the uh, lead officer for Warlocks, so it's also put on, yeah, it's kind of cool, it's like also put on that extra thing of we're going to have loads of warlocks for different uh, warlocks loads of classes for different officers for different classes sorry should I say um, but that means I also need to scrap up on my understanding of what's going on yeah so I just changed my raid spec which is called SM Ruin which is all basically you just cast Shadow Bolt and hope it crits yeah when it does crit however it's the best feeling in the world you just see half health dunked off this ad and you're like I just hit 1.5k which doesn't yeah. sound much but it's loads classic, of classic. It's yeah, so yeah, yeah. cool um, and I'm really enjoying it. But then, you know, I went back and there's this famous YouTube, not famous, well, semi-famous YouTuber for Warlocks called Cargos, who on the run-up to Classic has done all the major Warlock videos. Yeah. And I just sent him a message in his Discord saying, hey, man, I know SM Ruin, you've got... Every time you, you have to put, like, five talents in to get your next talent tree, to get your next, like, yeah. level of talents, you have to put five in one bit. But there are times where you're like, well, I've got two extra ones to put, where the hell do I put it? 
So I chucked out a message to this guy, and within literally like five minutes, he replied to me back. And it was so nice having yeah, that yeah, guy yeah. who's been so well known in the forum talk back to you and say, hey man, I suggest you take this and this because if you think about it, quality of lifestyle, you're saving mana by doing this. You don't need your imp because your imp's probably going to die. So do this. And it made loads of sense. And I love that there's such a community in Classic where I can talk to other warlocks. I can say, hey guys, how are you finding it? They're like, hey, have you got that boots? And I'm like, yeah, I got the pair of boots yesterday and I got Banthok Sash, which is really rare. Yeah. And they're like, fuck you. Oh, by <laughs> the way, you forgot to do this on your pool. Make sure you macro that. So it's like yeah. really cool. And I've ah, been macros. super enjoying that. Um, yeah. yeah, I've had uh, Medieval. I just got um, Ed to play yeah, this game for fun. about five minutes. Um, so Medieval was this game that came out in like 19-something-something, 95 maybe? Probably, no, probably way older than that. I don't know, we should check, because like, hey, I'll see if I can look up on my phone while we're talking about it. But it was this, um, basically the storyline is you start off as a skeletal hero called Daniel Fortescue, and you start off in Daniel's elaborate crypt. He was a hero who supposedly helped win the Battle of Gallomir. What actually happened was, on the first charge, he got hit through the eye with an arrow and died. So you play the skeletal hero with one eye and a big sword, who's trying to redeem himself um, because the main antagonist has come back. Um, so this dark, arch-evil warlord called um, Zarek. Does it say what data was? Um, it would help if I had any signal at all on my phone. So no <laughs> yeah, welcome really. to my home. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. But yeah, it was in the 90s anyway, and they're re-releasing it for the 25th of October. Um, why that's important to me, and I know this is kind of gaming news, but it's also with life, is every uh, Halloween without respite, I've always played, even if it, you know, it wouldn't have to be on Halloween day, but I've mm-hmm. always played in that week run-up. I'd always either do WoW, um, the WoW Halloween stuff, or I'd be playing uh, Medieval, because it's like a Halloween game for me. Yeah. So for them to release it in the 25th of October, all high and up res for play- PlayStation 4... It's pretty awesome. It looks pretty as hell, actually, as well, just having seen it. That's it. I'm really tempted to get the collector's bundle, because you get the, the soundtrack, you get an art book with it. Yeah. You get all that normal stuff you get with the collection bundle. So bundles. you get some physical stuff for you yeah. as well. Right, yeah, yeah. And so FIFA 20, which I've been playing, nothing's really changed. That cost me about 40 quid. Ouch. And that's a lot of money, yeah. just to play a few pro clubs with mates for the next mm. year and a half. I get it. I didn't buy last year's one. I was kind of hounded by them about it because just, it just feels like a waste of money for hardly any content, yeah. I'll be honest. I've, I don't like it other than pro clubs and the occasional playing FIFA with friends when they come around. But this one for the collector's bundle with all the extra goodies is about 35 quid. Okay. Which today's standard yeah. is not too bad. No, that's pretty reasonable. And it's a long game. It's not a short game. So... Right, because that's what I wasn't sure about because having only just seen a little bit of it, it's... It looked like that could be just the map, but there's a lot more, right? Oh yeah, that's just one map. So you might have like 15, 17 maps. Right, right. And they're all varying. There's not, they're not. It's not just like a graveyard trawl. You have one where you go and you have to defeat this gigantic pumpkin. You have to fight right. through scarecrows. Um, you've got uh, what do you call it? You've got stained glass demon to be at the top of the mausoleum, at top of Mausoleum Hill. Yeah. You've got these statues which turn into gigantic wolves. You have to beat. Yeah. There's there's kind of a level has a design for every single step. Like, you even go to the old village and you can't kill the villagers because they've all been turned evil. Right. But you still have to get around them, so you have to get through this, like, village maze almost, (laughs) and it's just wicked. Um, So I'm looking forward to playing that. I think that's the next big game. I mean, I just bought FIFA and I was like, I still feel like it was a waste of money. Yeah. I didn't... I mean, I'm playing it and I'm using it, but 40 quid is just so much money for a game these days. It does, and that's sadly kind of, like, on the cheap end. Yeah. Like, it's really difficult to find a relatively new game for that sort of money or less. That's it. PlayStation Store, Battlefield Five, which is considered kind of old now, yeah. is still 60 quid. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't get that either. You get games that just aren't brought down in price, and it's just crazy. Yeah, that's it. So, 40 quid for FIFA... From a cheapish sort of site, yeah, and then you know I want to get Gallomir, but I have to wait. I have to wait until I get paid at the yeah, end of the month yeah, yeah. Not to buy that now. Um, but it's, it means that I, you know, I can't buy anything for my mid because I'm trying to spend time with friends and also doing yeah. that. However, uh, the last thing I will touch on because I think I speak about it all the time with this mid stuff. I'm actually going to get a list together. I've already got a siphoning tube for it, but I want to do it as a test. To like, so by Christmas, I want to have all the equipment and I want to have at least made one batch. Yeah, that's the that's the turning point. Yeah, Jack's Christmas mead. Exactly, Jack's Christmas Mead, which could be absolutely amazing or totally terrible. It could be a disaster. It could be an absolute disaster. Just be like a bottle full of ripe honey. But we'll see. Anyway, how have you been? Well, before I jump into that, shall we open a beer? Yes, sorry. No, no, it's fine. We've got a habit of just jumping straight in and then not opening a beer. So let's let's start with that. Do you want to pronounce this thing? 
So it is from Cucci Brewery. Oh, um, it's called Cucci Brewery, and it's called White Ale, and it's called uh, Hitachino Nest Beer. Hitachino Nest Beer yeah, by Cucci sure Brewery. Uh, Hitachino Nest Beer. White Ale it is. So water, malted barley, wheat, hops, coriander, Ooh. nutmeg, okay. orange peel, what? <laughs> orange juice, and yeast. Okay, this is going to be interestingly weird. Brewed and canned by Cucci Brewery. Uh... Kunosu Nakashi Ibaraki Ken in Japan and it's a 5.5% and we've got this mm. 350 milliliter uh, can here it weighs a lot it weighs a lot <laughs> like, it actually weighs a lot so let's hope it doesn't go pop after ooh, being in the it's car got a little thing look at that I've never seen that oh on a yeah can. like it's got really a little dip in hang on let's get a picture of that as well see as a guy who bites his nails constantly yeah right never, I find it so hard to open cans this one oh, wait oh yeah Oh, oh, it's going. <laughs> not, not too bad. So this is a white beer, it says. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> Lively. It smells amazing. I'm just uh, saying. Uh, oh, it's an interesting colour. Oh, oh. Mine almost went everywhere. Oh, yeah. head. Oh. The head is, uh, is a weird lemony colour, actually. It's not quite white. It's like an off-white. Um... Yeah, this is going to be wow. interesting. This is... Uh, I, love, I love random interesting things. Oh, God, this is crazy. <laughs> it, it, this is... <laughs> yeah, I can tell this rolled around a bit on my seat. I tried. Um, yeah, I have a whole glass full of head so far. This is this is going well. That's, that's the show name, whole glass full of head. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh, it's like, this is a slow pour, guys. I'm not going to lie. It's so fizzy. But it's a white beer. And the head is really like... It's thick, isn't it? Yeah. Oh my god, it just... Wow. Like, it's so cloudy. It doesn't pour! <laughs> it's, yeah, it doesn't pour, it's so cloudy. Um, it's almost like a wheat beer in consistency. Yes. But I bet it won't taste anything like no, that. No, I, I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting. I'm, I want to get the can poured so I can drink some. It's white ale and, and the actual logo is like this, this uh, red owl, which mm. looks totally zonked out. Yeah. Do you know what, this, this was actually like um, 90p for a can because it was reduced to clear in Tesco's. Oh wow. But I was like, this looks interesting and then and then noticed the price so I was like, yeah that'll do. Dude, yeah, 90, 90p for a clear beer. Clear white beer. Knockoff beer is the best beer. So, while we're waiting for this, I'm going to need some beef jerky. Yeah, it's um... Oh, this is the longest pour we've ever had. Yeah. It's... it's uh... <laughs> Hang on, I wonder if I can make some foam art. No, it's just going to dissipate. This is really interesting. It's so it's very sour just from the um, is it? just from the uh, foam, but it probably won't be. What is a white beer then? Um, I I don't know. Oh, sorry, a white ale. I mean coriander in a beer. That's that confused me as well. I'm like, okay. Nutmeg, orange peel, orange juice, and yeast. It sounds very Christmassy, oddly. It enough. does. It does. And is there like stuff at the bottom of it? I don't know whether I'm going to get this whole can in here, but we'll, we'll try. I managed to do it just. Okay. Oh, champion. Look at oh, that. Oh, that head. Mm. <laughs> if you just jumped into the show at that point, that wouldn't have sounded great. Fourth of the 19th. 0419. So that's out of date. Isn't Are it? they actually? No, that mine says 819, but that's when it was maybe bottled. Hopefully that's when it's bottled, because if not, that is out of date. Did you just say four? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> That's this, interesting. This could be two. very different. I mean, it's beer, isn't it? It's alcohol. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, but two cans that are next to each other in the shop and are four months apart. Oh. Oh, shit. Yes. No. Yes. The same colour. Yes. Whoa. Hang on. Oh, that's, no, that's me being an idiot. I was like, what's the darkness in the centre? It's actually the bloody label on the other side of the glass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it so is in. It's so cloudy. It is really cloudy. Um, what looks like that nutmeg is all sitting in the centre. There's a lot of carbonation. This is such a weird beer. There's loads of carbonation, but all the stuff is floating in the centre. All those spices. It's just it's very hard to yeah. They're sitting. All right, let's let's. Yeah. Clinky and drinky. Cheers. Nice. spicy. It is spicy, isn't it? I kind of like that. That's interesting. That is really weird. That is like a winter warmer. That's 
I might have to go buy some more of this while it's up. Yeah, this is... That is a winter warmer. That is wonderful. I guess it's the nutmeg that's giving yeah. us that. Um, Shout out to Townsend. Yeah, no, shit. Yours is like a month out of date because best before date, see base of can. And it's like... It still tastes good. Yeah. If anything, it's probably more fermented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that actually tastes really nice though. So whilst we're ruminating on this, mm. um, I think we've both already drunk like a quarter of it already. That's incredible. Uh, Initial impressions actually before I ask you how your week is, even though that seems really weird. No, no. Um, that was that's really good. That's really good. It does feel very warming. Like yeah. I'm actually quite glad it's not cold. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I don't know if this would have, would have been as good if it was actually cold. Do you reckon it would have hidden some of the character? Yeah. I can even taste a bit of that orange. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. Very, very citrusy. Wow, that's really cool. I'm going to go get more on the way home. Like, coriander. <laughs> I haven't got any hints of coriander. No. But I do definitely have the nutmeg and the orange. And there's orange juice in this as well. So that is such an interesting beer. I can imagine the citrusy and the, the nutmeg work together as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Do you know what? I'm going to give that... I mean, for the quirk, I don't know. I've never tried any other white ales. No, and I think maybe we need to do that now. Yeah, because um, when I was watching Taverncast, they had this thing that they did where they actually talked about the beer in situ of its own beer genre. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that's quite interesting. So as much as I could say, let's chav that, mm. I think it is interesting if we try other beers in the same category in the future... Um, that would be kind of sick. I think when I take off holiday next, I'm actually going to go through and list down all the beers because I've said it for weeks, but yeah. I'm going to actually dedicate an afternoon to it. Yeah. And get drunk whilst I do it. I'm Absolutely, yeah. Um, and now I actually might make a shortcast of all the beers we've had. Do it. There'll be a, good, there'll be a nice summary to yeah. like just do it. I think way. I'll do that by the time we get to 40. So I've got 40 beers in 40 nights and that'll yeah. be the cast. Yeah. Anyway, tell me how your week has been. I think this is about three out of five. No, four out of five. Actually. Yeah, I'm hitting. I'm hitting a four as well, just for now. So let's stick with a four. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I can finally fly. And wow. Um, Congrats, dude. I don't know. It was one of those things. I, I worked really. I was really, really focused on it. It was very. It was a very frustrating. The last bit of just getting that final bit of Mechagon rep, and then the the last bit. I was stuck on like. 500 rep that I needed oh. and that was it and I was like shit I've got one daily left to hand in that's like only 160 rep and then I was just like I, I cannot be bothered to wait another day I don't want to just like because ha- I had the whole day off as well and it was like I'd finish the dailies in the morning please excuse the banging if you can hear the banging I don't know whether you can but anyway <laughs> um, and I just really struggled to find the rep but any- I managed to then find one of the hidden dailies that isn't advertised oh, on the map, so that was one bit. And then I accidentally bumped into a couple of mobs that I hadn't killed before, and each of the rares gives you some rep. So I, I can't remember how I did it, but I basically ended up where I had 18 rep to go, and I had <laughs> nothing left I could do. Oh, that's horrible. So I put one of the contracts on and went and did two random world quests in Stormsong, and that was it. Oh, that's wonderful. So then I could fly. But as soon as I could fly, I was like... Huh. What do I do now? Now what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally, I spent the last like two, three weeks like really focused on like I have to get the rep. How many dailies can I fit in? Let's do this. Let's do that. And then, and then it was like, okay, now what do I do? Yeah. I I just wasn't feeling ready to like. I, I guess I was almost a bit burnt out on it because I had been so focused on it. And then it was just like, well, I've kind of finished the entire main storyline completely. I've done all the war campaign. I've done this, that, and the other. I've done everything I want to do on my main. And I'd already leveled my second... My, like, druid on the alliance side. Like, way back. To the point of I couldn't even remember that I'd done that. Until I was like, oh, I have another 120. I didn't feel like leveling Horde. So in the end, I've started a mage. And then I've switched the mage. But now I have a level 35-ish mage that I'm just absolutely loving. But I basically, I started a, um, I cannot even remember what race I started, but I started a mage, I think it was a human maybe, and I was just like, this is fine, but I kind of, I really need a horde character that I can get into, because I've got a handful of horde characters, I don't love any of them, Um, I think it would have been a good idea if I'd have done my original druid as a horde race, but I really liked the whole Worgen thing as a druid that was good fun um, 
so I switched from a human to a, cl- a mage that I'd clearly like tried and forgotten about in the past, which was a blood elf, mm. and happened to be the same level. So I got to like 13 on my human, and then switched over to my 13 blood elf. And because obviously I last leveled that like before um, all the old world has changed again to like scale with your level. Cool. So that meant I could go pretty much wherever I wanted. And that was good because I hate the Blood Elf areas so much for some reason. Like, it was cool to start with, but they're just boring now. They're so large as well. Yeah, well, everything is so far away. I'm glad it's not just me. And then it turned out things weren't just, just weren't dropping that they were supposed to. I think it was bugged on the quests or something since that kind of like switch of scaling. But anyway, yeah, so level 35, it's much more interesting now I'm not just only casting Frostbolt. Because <laughs> literally for the first like level it was just Frostbolt, 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 Frostbolt. Mm. and then that was it like and then eventually the mob would die but now we've got like a variety of spells and like crits pop other things da, 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 da. it's good fun but it yeah I just I'm I'm enjoying it a lot um, it's it's going to be a long way up to 120 but I'm hoping to get there that's awesome I haven't really got anything else I want to do in a while so that's that's it because I've, I've done it I don't really know what 8.25 gave us except like that last quest in the war campaign, which was fine. It was alright. It was a bit over quickly. I don't know if you've done it yet. Um, no, I haven't played I haven't played retail since Classic came out, I'll be right. honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I've completely forgotten about it. It's fallen off the wagon. Yeah. Um, but I have seen the cinematic, which was yeah. just awesome. Oh, yeah. Amazing cinematic. And, like, this whole scenario is great, but then it was just, like, over. Yeah. And I don't really know, like, it. nothing seems to have happened. Um... We also got new Worgen and I think Goblin models. That's it. Um, but I haven't really played either of those since to know really how different it is. I mean, it looks great, but that's about it. Um, so really, other than that, like I, I haven't played much else except for the occasional bit of Overwatch just to kind of mix it up a bit. Oh, I had one game where I jumped into Apex Legends and I was just like, I bet I die in like two minutes. And then it was just like, I was there till like the last two. And that was just almost annoying because I wanted to go do something else, but I was like, I am still in the game for some reason because it was one of those rounds where you didn't actually see any of the players. Oh, <laughs> so I, like, I was running around the map going, there must be something to shoot. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get like sniped right at the end and that was it. So That's it. Those are the worst. Cause you, I, or you find that round where you just try and keep on picking up pistols and you can't find anyone mm. else, can't find anything to do. And like, shit! I had the best gear I've ever had. Like, I had the all the like gold and everything um, but I just had nobody to use it on <laughs> for the whole map it was just so stupid um, have you seen Ad Astra? no I've not and okay. I missed it we missed it on the last night because um, my friend was stuck because of trains and no oh, accidents yeah yeah yeah. yeah how okay. was it? I really enjoyed it yeah? Um, is that the one with it, Brad Pitt? it is yeah It. it's really hard to say how much I would rate it because it was quite up and down. There's not a lot of depth to it as such, and it did some of it felt rushed and some of it felt too slow. But it was it was cool, and I loved the concept. There was a lot of space stuff going on. Like it was really interesting to see how all that worked. But yeah, it was enjoyable. Like I think if you get a chance to see it, even if it's like whenever it comes out on Netflix or Blu-ray or whatever it is. I think it's worth it just because cool. I know how much you like space stuff but yes. it I wouldn't have said it was the best thing I've ever seen but it was interesting that's cool um, and I noticed you've seen Joker I have yes which I'm going to go see tomorrow night oh. but we're going to talk about Joker in a bit anyway so I guess maybe we'll save actual Joker discussion for next show sure yeah once we've both seen it yeah yeah um, I have heard good things though oh yeah I mean, yeah okay so you'd agree with that totally uh, loved it the the only other thing I've really kind of done this week is I've, I've actually had three days off in a row this week. Fantastic! And then I was off. Uh, then I was at work yesterday, and I've got today off. So I've three days off, one day in, today off, and then I'm working nine days because there's a big show coming up. Oh. I'm, so I'm up in Birmingham for a week. And Birmingham. Of, yes, Birmingham <laughs> with the chips and gravy. That's it. That's pretty good. That's about all I can say. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I've been. I tried to rebuild some of my car sweet um i noticed as i said tried not i rebuilt some of my car so 
basically, there's a couple of generic BMW issues that you kind of got to just deal with at some point. Um, it's it's actually all it comes down to is basically a handful of O-rings that just were built from the wrong stuff. They perished, and things don't quite perform as they should. Generally, uh. it's it's not disastrous, but you it's if you replace them, you notice a difference. Yeah, I managed to do one of the two things, but and that was after I got two thirds of the way through the first one then couldn't actually go any further because I couldn't get the piece off the engine because I couldn't oh. get to the last two bolts. Oh, that's horrible. I literally had the whole top half of the engine off. Then there were six bolts I had to get to, and I got four of them. I couldn't find the other two under there. I had no space to work in, and then I just... It was kind of like about half two in the afternoon, I was like, I'm going to have to just start putting it back together. Yeah. Like, and, and then that was it. It was just a complete waste of time. That was like a whole day gone not being able to do it I just it was the most frustrating day I've ever had because I, I just I was so close and just I maybe more time you know like take like the front bumper off or whatever else I just didn't want to do that I didn't have the time I'm working on the road um, so it's not kind of ideal to be taking bumpers off here there and everywhere um, but it's fine I got everything back together I did the other bit which was easy enough two screws, pull the unit off, change an O-ring, put it back together. And that made a difference. Yeah. So in the low uh, RPM, so sort of kind of one and a half to 3,000, it pulls a lot better than it used Sweet. to. Sweet. And you didn't really know it was a problem until you changed it. And and so now, yeah, it's, it, it's fine. I'm just annoyed about the other thing. So, yeah, that was a very frustrating week. But it's kind of, it, me it meant my... Three days off went very quickly because the second, the third day off, I still had to fix stuff because I hadn't, I ran out of time. What is up with your computer? I don't know. It keeps doing this every now and then. It doesn't minimise with games, but every now and then it'll minimise a window. I don't know why. That's very strange. Okay. It's probably dual monitor thing. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, I lost a bolt. Oh no! So I don't really know what happened, but basically it's like for the valve cover, and it's basically a major piece of the top, like the top half of the engine cover. There's a big gasket around it that I, I had to replace because I, I was going to anyway as part of this thing. Um, but there was there's like 10 bolts around the edge. And one of them, as I was taking it off, it just disappeared down the side of the engine. Uh. Thankfully not in there. And the weird thing is the washer attached to it ended up under the car. But the uh. bolt, I, I don't know what happened to it. It just magically fucked off. <laughs> Um, and then, so that meant I had to then walk down to BMW. Thankfully, there's one like less than 15 minute walk away. That's good. And they were able to get me the bolt, but not till the next day. So it meant I couldn't drive my car because I, I wasn't going to drive it with this bolt missing. It probably would have been okay, but I didn't want to risk it and it yeah. would ruin loads of stuff that I'd done. Yeah. Um, just even more frustrating. Just not being able to then finish it. So it was really stupid because it wasn't until the end of it that I realised how much I was fucked without having that bolt. Oh. Because I had some new bolts in the kit I'd got and I thought they were those bolts. And then when I went to go, oh, I'll just use that new... Oh, it's not the same. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> and this is at like half three on like the Tuesday afternoon going, oh, what am I going to do now? Thankfully, I managed to get it within like less than 24 hours, so... That's sick. Yeah, it was just a frustrating couple of days, but it's it's done. I'm kind of happy with it, um, and yeah, that's mainly been my week. So frustrating, but good. Frustrations, uh, flying. Mm. What's your next step in WoW? Do you reckon? I think, I think it's still level of this mage. Yeah. Um. I. I don't really know. I'm kind of frustrated with the fact that I don't have any kind of endgame stuff I want to do. I got really into the mythics and stuff like when I was um, when we were in Legion. Yeah. But I'm not struggling with my item level at the moment, and the only reason I'd want a higher item level is to do the mythics. But to do that, I'd need to do mythics. So it's kind of like a catch twenty two. I just, yeah. I just don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. that's annoying that I don't care. But at least I've got the mage to kind of focus on. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. Shall we move on after half an hour of beer in our week? Um, sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ubisoft turns yes. gaming games into animated shows. Yeah, okay, so I, I didn't really know much about this, but ba basically it seems like uh, Ubisoft, which is... They're people who made Watch Dogs, uh, Far Cry, 
God, there's there's literally I can't even remember any of the stuff that they've done, but there is they're one of the main developers. Uh, Assassin's obviously. Creed. Yep, that's the one. But it turns out they're kind of they're putting a a bunch of animated TV shows together, which one of which is is based around Watch Dogs, which. Did you ever play Watch Dogs? No, but I heard it was pretty good. Like yeah. you could like scan over people and see their lives and stuff. And yeah, yeah. Like it's it's about a team of hackers, as far as I know. Um, but basically, they they're kind of putting together these shows from that. They're aimed at like late teens, by the sounds of it. Um, and it, there's going to be a Watch Dogs based one, and there's going to be a um, was it Blood Blood Dragon based one, which is kind of around Far Cry. But the artwork, as we can see now, and it's we'll put the, the cool. link is in the show notes for this one. There is some crazy kind of like Tron neon vibe yeah. here. Like it's pretty cool. Um, neo retro way. Yeah, it's really cool. There's there's kind of not really a lot of detail about it. I just think it's interesting that a games studio is making cartoons. I guess, but um, we'll see. I don't know whether it's going to be something I'll watch, but I'll, yeah. I'll check it out at some point. There's no kind of specifics. I think it's just an interesting thing to go through. It's a concept and it might start, you know, a thing going. Because loads of YouTubers will... I mean, I love... One of my favourite things I was thinking about today was this guy who does this Skyrim Rags to Riches video. Right. Uh, literally how he has to live off of the land to get 25,000 gold to uh, then buy this house in Solitude, this like, yeah. big epic mansion. So it's about how this guy does it. And he, like, gains friends along the way. He has a dog called Cabbage. <laughs> of and, course. And... Um, all these other bits, but I've actually loved watching it, and I thought about it recently. I was like, I wonder if they'd do that with games. It's kind of funny when I saw this in the show notes. I was like, how poignant that. When I'm thinking about the Rags to Riches one, we've got, you know, Laserhawk, Captain Laserhawk in his. Yeah, what Porsche? does that say? A, Hellscape. A, a blood, blood Dragon. Vibe? Vi- yeah, is vibe? that the same vibe? Don't know, Vibe or Vice. Yeah, that's weird. This, this is a crazy, curly, whirly font. Mm. I don't know what that is. Um, but yeah, that'll be fun to see what goes on with that. So Steam adding remote playing. Tell us about that, because that I'm definitely interested okay, in. Okay, this this confused me a little bit, because it's not what I thought it was at the right. time. Um, I... Remote play kind of already exists for a lot of these things, that you, you, can, you can play stuff on your phone that is on your PC. Like, I think that's Steam Link. Nice. Um... You basically you got the Steam controller. Your phone sits on a holder, and you can just play stuff right through your PC. But this is kind of like having a LAN party remotely. Cool. So you get games that are designed for people to play locally. Um, like a, you could play Doom, or you could play Counter Strike, whatever it is that has the LAN feature. But you could do that remotely. That'd be so cool. So I, it's clearly still in development, but it'd be an interesting thing, really, and just to what that opens up because you can, how hard is it these days to put a LAN party together compared to how it was when you are like a kid like oh yeah you get all your friends over at someone's birthday party you've always got Tekken 3 or like I mean I did it a few years ago we, we did this games night where a lot, a lot of us who hadn't seen each other for ages now we see each other all the time playing classic yeah, which is the boom yeah. We'd go around to my mate Phil's house. We literally had like N sixty four. Mm. Uh, we'd do Mario Party. Mario is it Mario Party? No, not Mario Party. Um, uh, N sixty four race, whatever it's called, the yeah. Mario Racer. What's it I called? Don't, I don't know. Oh well, we do that one, and then uh, someone's gonna kill me in chat because it's such a famous name, but for some <laughs> reason it's I, I call it beer. Beer forgets the beer forgets. Yeah, I feel like Ali's gonna correct you on that one. For yeah, some she will. Um, I hope she does. Anyway, it's um. Yeah, it's that, and then we play a uh, 007 Gold Knight, and nice. you have to do, you only live once, so you get insta-killed, and it's slaps only, <laughs> and whoever loses the slaps round has to take a shot, yeah. so it's stuff like that, and, um, and it was really great, like, playing all these old games, but to be able to do that with stuff like Steam is just awesome, if I could play Counter-Strike Source with somebody, that'd be great. Yeah, I, I think it's just something to keep an eye on, because if that's the sort of thing you like to do in the games you play, you have those features, it's, it'd be interesting to see whether or not it works for you. Well, Frasley was saying about that last time. I, I did a cast with yeah, Frasley yeah, yeah. not so long ago, and his cast was about things being more mobile. Like, he could play games when he's when he's at work or when he's doing yeah, something else. Yeah. He could just, it's so everything's becoming... I find nowadays we don't invent new things more so than we make things we've already got better. Uh, better. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't have a problem with that to a degree. Which leads us kindly onto, with remote play, COD Mobile. Yeah. COD Duty Mobile. Absolutely. I'm so... What's what's odd is I kept having uh, when I was watching some YouTube stuff I kept having ads. Have you noticed? But I mean, if do you have an ad blocker on your PC? Yeah. Right. Have you watched YouTube on your phone recently? 
Mm, yeah, yesterday actually. I okay. did get something. Did you find there were quite a few ads? Yeah, a lot. Okay, so it seems like they've doubled the amount of ads per video, which is very annoying because I obviously have an ad blocker on my PC, this, that, and the other, but I've taken to, I tend to watch quite a bit of YouTube on my phone. Yeah. Um, but I hadn't quite clocked that this ad that I was seeing was for Call of Duty Mobile. I thought it was for the game that's coming out on PS4. Right, yeah, me too. Um, which is out, I think, now. Because that's the cross-platform one that we spoke about a little yeah, while yeah. ago. Um, but basically, it, it's... So this, this article is from uh, The Verge, uh, and it says, Call of Duty Mobile has had a colossal launch week, racking up more downloads than any other mobile game in history, according to analytics firm Sensatower. The game has reportedly achieved over 100 million downloads since going live at the beginning That's of the month. nuts. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. 100 million downloads. And that's... Uh, the. There's a tweet from, I, I don't know who this bloke is, uh, Daniel Ahmed um, at Z, Z Huge EX. Is that how it's huge? Anyway. Zuge EX or Zuge yeah. X. Um, he says, it's worth noting that this is without a China launch. As in, one of their biggest player bases probably, it, it hasn't even got it yet. So, the crazy thing is, is that they used to only have... 37 million active monthly users. I say only, that's still a lot of people. On all their franchises, so that's Call of Duty, Crash Bandicoot, whoever else on PC and console. Ooh. In one week, 100 million downloads. And if you think about it, it says here Fortnite was 26 million. Yeah. And Fortnite had all the coverage, all that crap oh, that yeah. came out, shops, all the Fortnite dances, and all the things that. Totally and all that bullshit that I, that I hate so much. Hate so much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so that's interesting. So, have you played any of the shooters on, on mobile? Have you played, played the PUBG mobile game? No, but when I was working at the agency, I had so I should because I have a Galaxy SA. Mm, mm. But somebody, uh, one of the guys, was talking to me about PUBG and how he got uh, winning winner chicken dinner, which is winning the game during his lunch break. And I was like, well, yeah. do, you, "Do you go home and play?" He's like, "No, my my mobile." I was like, "Holy mm. shit!" And I saw him play, it and it was actually quite manageable. I I played it. I've played like two or three matches on it. I didn't get all the way through. I kind of got bored, but. It was pleasantly usable, which is surprising for something that is just... It, it should be a mouse and keyboard job, like, and yeah. you're just playing with the touch controls on your phone. So I can imagine that this actually is probably pretty good. I don't really have time for this sort of I thing. I get you. I'm with, I'm with you. I'm, I can't the same. I'm, I've got too many games. If I'm not playing classic, I will be playing something else like medieval. Or yeah. Something. I don't have time anymore. Absolutely. Same with me. I, I just... If things are slightly different with how we're doing things, um, and I don't have... If I had a commute on a train, yeah, maybe. Oh, if I was still doing my London uh, commute, oh for sure, yeah. Oh hell yeah, I'd have that. I would be playing Counter Strike or COD all day on that. Yeah, I mean, you, you like me. If if you're gonna be playing games, you're probably at home, which means you may as well be on your PC. Like, yeah. why would you use your shitty touchscreen when you yeah. got your mouse? Like, although your mouse is fucked, so that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, side note: send that back to Corsair because I got a new one. Sweet, I will. Um, mine did this thing where it randomly disconnected itself and I'd have to unplug it and plug it back in. I have that with this. Right, send it back, tell yeah. them that, and you'll get a new one. Sweet. Mine was fucking refurbished and Ooh. I got a new one still. Nice. Um, so it's clearly a glitch, but you're, yeah, his left click doesn't work. Well, I actually told them, I sent them a thing about my power supply unit. Oh, was, yeah. Turns out it wasn't my power supply unit. It was right. actually the BIOS settings months ago and how right. it had yeah, those yeah, issues. Yeah, yeah. And because my BIOS is terrible, I need to change that. But... They immediately said, oh, if you can send the unit back, we'll send you a new one. And this was years. They're amazing. I haven't used that in ages. No. And I, I hadn't sent anything back because I felt bad. I was like, I wouldn't want to take advantage, so I'm not going to. But, you know, for the mouse, I will do because it's not working. But I prefer I prefer using a Razer, to be honest with you, mm, or a Logitech. Mm. However, what I did love about this Corsair yeah. is that the buttons are totally manageable. Oh, my like, God, yeah, yeah. You can change all the shortcuts. So if I could have, like, one set for games... With Razer at the time, unless they've changed it now, it was always it was always like one to ten. Yeah. If I was in um, Premiere, I literally bound eleven to the cut button. And I yeah. was like, this is amazing. Yeah, I did the same too. So so we're talking about I can't even remember which mouse it is, but basically it's one of the um, the, the kind of gaming mice with twelve buttons on the side. Um, both Jack and I have got the same mouse. Uh, mainly because you had the race, it was like a Naga Elite or something it was like the, that. Yeah, it was the Naga. It was the, I had the Molten Core Edition, which broke on me, which I was very sad. And yeah. then another Razer that again broke after about two years three years of playing, yeah, yeah. it broke because the left click runs out and I'm I'm a heavy PC user so I'm using it all the time yeah. and it just does hey, that's yeah. interesting though that again the left click has kind of died on this one yep. um, but basically they 
they have a lot of different profiles and you like you you said i i bound all my premiere keys to, to this i had like copy paste on one and four copy paste and then i had like cut this i had so many shortcuts they're so handy for for not just gaming yeah to the point of i had two mics one at work and one at home <laughs> for this because like, it was just so handy yeah, and it's a great, it's a great little piece of equipment, and it looks kind of nice as well. And it's, I think for me, because I've got small hands, it's not the best mouse in the world no, for me. No, I agree. It took me a while. But at the same point, I wish I had a smaller version of that. If they did a smaller mm. version of that, I'd be in heaven. Like, because I like being able to, I like having more overbearing than I do. Because at the moment, I'm kind of a bit off the, off the edge. Yeah, I, and I think that's probably why the left click's gone because my my left finger is too low. So to it, yeah, like, okay, it's on the right stress back. point. Yeah, I mean maybe. I mean mine's. I'm the same. I've got pretty small hands, but and I, it took me a while to get used to the kind of more square shape of that mouse because the cheap Chinese one I had was actually better for my hand because yeah. it was a different shape. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're, it's a it's a great mouse when it works. Yeah, but and it's that's interesting it. Also, that it makes work. my uh, I um being level fifty five, I managed to out DPS sixty warlock the other day. Yeah. Just because I'm quicker at the mouse. I set up all my dots. Yeah. If I need to do spirit tap, I'm not going to spend a few seconds bringing my left hand to hit zero on my keyboard. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to use my thumb and just go, yeah. oh, yeah, hit spirit 10. tap. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so easy. So have you found, uh, uh, we're jumping way into yeah, text stuff. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do tech stuff next, I think, just to keep with it, with this. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you found that you use both your left hand and your mouse hand to, to hit the buttons? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it depends on what the buttons is. So yeah. if I'm if I'm doing my one to fives, I'll use my left. Yeah. Anything that are in the higher numbers, like if I need to get out using a keybind, I'll use twelve on my mouse. Yeah. So it's like I've got the entire keyboard across both. Yeah, if yeah. It's, you know, if it's F one, I won't. You know, of course, I use my keyboard, but yeah. that's it. I won't ever use like zero dash no, or. I, I don't use equals. the right hand side yeah. of my keyboard. Yeah, I yeah. use the mouse, but I use some of the left side. That's it. So yeah, that's interesting. And I love that. It's just so interchangeable. I don't even think about it now. Yeah. It's, I would feel weird using a mouse without the keys. That's the weirdest thing about it. Uh, me too. I've been using it for about six or seven years now, and I wouldn't want to live without it. It, it, it wasn't... The, the stupid thing was, I bought one of these mice kind of for work, actually. I did use it at home first, and I was like, this is the best thing ever for, for WoW, but it was even better for work. But now I've got all the buttons, I just use it all the time. I use it for other games like Mordhau. If I want to quickly switch down to fists and punch somebody's mm. lines out, I'll just hit four on the uh, mouse instead of yeah, on the keyboard. Yeah, yeah. It's just quicker. Yeah, absolutely. It's a thumb click, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's jump to tech news, shall we? Um, sure. So we have a few different ones. I actually then didn't really get around to reading most of these things. But let's um, let's start with Dyson. Um, so they were building an electric car, and I, I think actually we, we possibly talk talked about, about this before, we didn't did we? Yeah. It, yeah. So they have kind of scrapped it, but basically what the reason for that was that it was not commercially viable. They said they had a working prototype, and it was a the exact words are a fantastic electric car from from the head of Dyson, Sir James Dyson, but it just isn't commercially viable and that the frustrating thing is is that there's now 500 people that work in this this thing that is they're probably out of a job let's face it because yeah. if if you're the whole purpose of this this unit is to develop a car and then they develop the car and then go shit it's not but worth of selling well then you're out of a job aren't you you're yeah. fucked um <laughs> but but i think really it'll be interesting to see what happens with the tech from this because they're going to have developed some stuff that is going to be handy i mean dyson are creating some stupidly interesting shit there it's a it's a fucking hoover it's a vacuum cleaner like at the end of the day but they've made so they've gone from just a vacuum cleaner that basically that's the one to aim for to you've got their crazy air conditioning unit you've got their like hairdryer things which are just like a ring like I just don't get it. And they've got the battery-powered ones as well. So it didn't surprise me that they were actually doing it. Because whilst yeah. it's like they make a cleaning product, they're actually more of a tech company. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But I think it's a shame that there isn't something else like... that could have been like Tesla, because they're an outsider. They're not another car manufacturer. Yeah. That are then now making a car. So we'll see. But, but apparently, the, the first vehicle was due to roll off the production line in 2021 so not anymore no sadly not um we'll we'll see what happens with that because that's that's a shame um what else we got what else we got what else we got 
We've got two. Um, Hull having the full fiber. Oh, Hull, yeah, of all I, places. I, I know, right? Why? <laughs> okay, so there's so Hull is a city in the UK. It's fairly north. Um, frankly, from what I know, there's not a whole lot going on there. Like no, it's right. kind of. I, I think I've been there once before for some reason. Like that was quite a while ago. But somehow, it is the first UK city where everyone can get full fiber broadband. And now. For a lot of you guys, maybe in, in the US, this and who live in bigger cities or even slightly outer, you might go, yeah, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for for us, like there's there's Manchester, which has got some crazy services, but oh, still not. So good. Yeah, yeah, not everybody can get it. Yeah, but yeah. Still, but for us down here in the south, it's it's shit. It's all. Like, I'm on I'm on shit. 15 megabytes. Yeah. And that's shared across eight people in the house now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's better than your three world. Oh one, yeah, right? <laughs> like, three or one. Um, this yeah it's quite impressive um, so apparently Boris Johnson who well we'll see about this because fuck knows how long he's going to be around has promised <laughs> that everybody in the UK will have access to this ultra fast service by 2025 now as someone who's been arguing with BT for the last three months I, yeah. I find this very interesting yeah. so we I've mentioned the the trouble I've had with BT saying, yeah, we've got to dig up the street, bloody blah, 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 blah. We'll move, we'll put a second line in. They decided, they said, oh yeah, we can do this now, but it's going to cost you £2,000. <laughs> so, so, so they, yeah, finally we, they've given up and they're not doing anything now, Good. which is great. So we, uh, it's just a very frustrating thing for me because I, I want slightly more than we're getting now, yeah, yeah. which is, uh, it's like 35 and we were on like 40 plus when we were back in Hayward's Heath and theoretically we would have been on about 55 with the BT service if nice. they could have given it to us but they basically fucked up the whole way along because Oof. I know we're kind of getting off track here again but it's, it's related yeah. to the fibre thing because for us 50 megs a second it is a lot yeah and the nice thing about fibre services is often that you get both up and down really fast whereas with us we will get 50 up and like three down yeah like it's no other way around yeah 50 down yeah 15 down three up that's mine yeah. actually at the moment. yeah so having having fiber would make a huge difference oh yeah huge um it's but, not gonna happen by 2025 no. it just simply won't they can't get fiber we've got fiber apparently at the top of the road and they can't seem to get it to the house that tells me everything mm. it's not gonna happen yeah not on these derelict little cut, tiny country roads. And when I move out, if I move to Hayward's Heath at some point... You um, still can't even get it there. No, probably can't even get it there, no. which is stupid. We, so we were in probably almost the newest big development in Hayward's Heath, like in Bolnar Village, and that the best we could get was that kind of 40, less than 40-ish from from BT. And that was, that was it. There was no chance of anything better. Oh, NASA live streams. Okay, so... Sorry, go on. <laughs> um, no, no, let's move, let's move on to the next one. So the um, oh, hang on, I've just seen something about a chair. We'll, we'll talk about that. Oh, we will talk. That's mine. That's yes. very exciting. Um, so NASA <laughs> is set to launch a space weather satellite. So this is something that they've apparently been trying to do for a long time. Um, space weather. I think it's named Icon, um, or that's certainly the the mission name, which is stands for I Ionospheric Connection Explorer. That's the one. How do they get? Icon from that. I don't Connection know. Explorer. I don't know where on comes from. For on from Explorer. Icon Explorer. Yeah. Anyway. Um, oh well. <laughs> basically, it's it's designed so that they can kind of get a better understanding of how weather affects things in space. So we're not talking about them putting a satellite to do better weather predictions in, on on Earth. It's yeah. up in space. Um, now again, I don't know a huge amount about this, but it's just an interesting thing. It's all about clearly by the by, about the ionosphere, whatever that is. Um, but it just it, at the moment it's very unpredictable by the looks of it for people. So that, but it makes a huge, huge difference. And I, but just just quickly reading through this because this this is how not prepared I am for this one. Um, a huge layer of our planet's atmosphere begins at 30 miles up and spans all the way to 600 miles high. This part of our planet's atmosphere overlaps with the boundary of space and is responsible for what's known as space weather. Um, and that, I guess, is where most of the satellites and everything else sit, actually, mm. in that in that kind of 
thirty to six hundred miles. The rest. Yeah. Um, but that can cause problems yeah. for for everything that's up there. So it'd be interesting to see how this goes. And again, we love spaceship, so this is this is kind of interesting. We want this. And looking at the live stream, you've actually got oh oh wow communism. Okay. Oh, that's. Fucking hilarious. That's um, amazing. <laughs> What's happened to the stream? Um, you must be a cosmonaut or Wait, something. scroll the fuck down. Cause is this live? This is, Okay, I'm confused. Chat is disabled shit. for this live stream. Right, so we came back. There, we, when we clicked uh, on this live stream, there was uh, astronauts farting around, and now it's just gone straight to this uh, cosmonaut with the um, Soviet flag on. I don't know if they're... I'm so confused. Fact, I think oh, they what, got hacked. What? What? <laughs> what just happened? This is an official NASA stream on YouTube. Um, what? We, we literally just came back and it's gone straight back to space. I'm so confused. The Cold War's still happening, yet. Shit. That is so weird. Literally, there's a cosmonaut with the Soviet flag on. Uh, and now we've come back and it's back to the American stream. I mean, we understand nowadays that NASA and um, Soviet, of course, you know, they always, apart from Cape Canaveral, they tend to launch from Russia nowadays. Oh, yeah, anyway, a lot so of the time, yeah. There's no, there's no salt, but and that is really funny. That we was weird as fuck. Pause <laughs> Click. No, 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 no cosmonauty and the chat's disabled. I wish there was a chat on this, because I want to see what the fuck happened there. That's, yeah, um... that was interesting. Anyway, talk yeah. about a chair. Yeah, so I've, so me and Ed are sitting on this uh, rough looking, yeah. that there's, how, are you comfortable, Ed? Um, not particularly. Exactly. <laughs> so I've had this for the last month and a half, and I wanted for my birthday to get a new chair. And all these gamer oh chairs were like 300, 400 quid, or 150 for a NAF chair with some cool-looking upholstery. Yeah. Um, when I was working in Absolute Post, we used to have these chairs, and I, I was looking up the best office chair in the world. Mm-hmm. I didn't want a gamer chair. Anytime no. it says gamer, I know it's going to be expensive, yeah. cheaply made, yeah. and for schnubs who are just like, oh, and a gamer chair, pro yeah. gamer chair. It's like a bucket seat, but worse. Exactly. Um, so, there's this thing called Herman Miller, so it's stylish, mm. but it's a Herman Miller Aeron chair. Now, the Aeron is one of the most well-known office chairs oh, yeah. in the world, and it's got full lumbar support, yep. full back support, and when I had it at Absolute, I realised how long I was sitting there, yeah. and I was tired because of the work. I never had any back issues or yeah. anything like that. So I looked online, and when you buy them new, they're like a grand, right? And I was like, that is a lot. Yeah, there's sediment at the bottom. I found we'll that get back to this in a minute. Hey? Yeah. But there was, um, but they're like a grand each for a new chair. I'm yeah, not spending yeah, yeah. a grand. But I understand why it's a grand, because you get the full lumbar support, you get full yeah, everything. me too, and it will last you decades. And that's like, it, and that's, that's the it. entire point, like... So I saw this online on the second-hand shop, and um, I they had this little thing which says, make us an offer. The VAT is quite a lot, but it's a mm. second-hand Aeron chair, mm-hmm. which isn't bad because they get all the parts in and they reassemble yeah. them. But you can either get the one which doesn't have full modular support. I got the one which had, which is about what? It's about 300, 310 quid. Right. Or you can get full lumbar support. The entire thing's working for 319. Okay. I got a lot of money for my birthday because I was like, I want a good chair that lasts yeah. me and I'll be able to disassemble it, assemble it, know how to use it. Yeah. I want a full dive into it. So I got it for about 390 That's fucking not great. Bad. Like, and, really. And, well, yeah, everyone else is like, you spent 390 on right, a chair no, I get like it. this. The yeah. amount of time I'm spending at my desk, I need something yeah. good for my ass, right? Yeah, no, right. And, but with my birthday money, I ended up actually spending about 170 quid on this chair. Nice, yeah. So, yeah. You know, and that's free postage and package, of course. Yeah. Um, I called them up and I was like, have you guys conned me out? Because you haven't sent me anything on shipping. They're mm. like, you have to give us about 10 to 14 days to get all, the, make sure we've got all the parts together, make sure right. we do a quality okay. test on them, then we send you out. So basically, you kind of have to build the chair up yourself because it's all from... What happens is, all these companies... This is what yeah. I found with the Herman, Air, the Herman Miller. All these new companies buy these fancy chairs that cost a grand. Those companies go out of business, yep. and those chairs just get swept oh, on second-hand yes. places for refurbishment. So I was like, I want to get that, because A, it's one of the best chairs that there is. Yeah. B, I liked them when I was an absolute. I didn't realise, you know, because well, at the time, so I said, if you could take anything from this office, what would it be? Fucking chair. Yeah, it would yeah. be one of the chairs, because <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're yeah, amazing. Yeah. I could cross my legs or not, I could lean back, and it yeah. has full modular support for leaning back. Lean forwards if you want to. Yeah, That's yeah, a weird yeah. thing with it. But it's good for your back. It's yeah. just comfy as shit, and at the moment, we're on these, like, I'm half sitting on this We'll have to chuck a photo up because, like, they, they, it's they are terrible. They're like bar stools, yeah. Um, as low as they can go, which is still kind of too high for Jack's desk. Looking at it, <laughs> but yeah, I get it. I get it. But that's it. So I wanted this chair, and I finally got it coming in the post at some point. But I have to wait for them to confirm, and I'll call mm-hmm. them up. I'll keep on asking them about it because um, 
some of their recent reviews have been it's taken forever to get this chair but it's good quality all the other ones say that it's great yeah if I get this and it's good quality this chair's going to last me about 5 to 10 years I can feel yeah, that easily that's going to be yeah. so good I can't wait for it so like that's actual tech news I've got you know yep. my, my computer when I when I eventually sort out all of my life and see what happens and I can actually start saving money I'm going to be getting you know the next steps on my computer so you mm. know watch this space essentially but apart from tech news uh, Mead um the interesting thing with the Mead stuff when I was reading about it is how much sanitization is used for every step of the way. Mm-hmm. So when I get all my Mead equipment, which I'm going to be doing a list next week when I get some time off, mm. um, I've set myself a date on Tuesday. That's when I'm going to get all the equipment together. Right, yeah. Um, and then on Thursday, if I get any time, once I've dinged 60, I'm going to start poems and places again. Yeah. I can't do it before then because I just don't have the time and they want no, me to level it. Yeah, the yeah. But I want to get all the equipment together. I want to get my arse in gear and move on with this. Not because I, I don't want to rush it, but I'm excited to start. Yeah. But and the and you know I've already been I've already got one part. Hang on. Yeah, I've yeah, yeah. To get out. Here. So he's gonna go rummage in the pile of stuff. Hang on. Oh, that so was much easy. Shit on my bed because I tried to make this chair like so I could sit on it and play. But there's I've just got no space. In yeah, I get it. Yeah. And there's loads of space, but there's nowhere to put it. No, yeah. But yeah, I've got the siphon kit. So yeah. including sediment trap and ridged tube for fuss-free siphoning. Well, that um, sounds fun. And it has all the uh, stuff for like... I don't know what the fuck that is, actually. There's a lot of gauges and measurements on that thing. This um, is it. There's loads of stuff for this. And this is for wine as well, but... Yeah, I don't know what that is. But yeah, so once you uh, have your final product, you siphon it into your bottles. Right. And it means that all the sediment and crap is laid at the bottom. Ah, so it's kind of like in this yeah. pit. Well, yeah, so... Have you got anything major to write about the mead, or should we jump to this beer thing? Um, I mean, the only kind of thing I could say is I did have a. You've got this big got. book of mead stuff, by the way. It looks I mean, pretty look cool. It's, it's literally called the complete guide to making mead: ingredients, equipment, process, and recipes for crafting honey wine by Steve Piatz. Or yeah, no Piatz. Yeah. But he's even got at the back of it straight meads, fruit meads. There's there's oh recipes God, for everything. Yeah. And my mum got me this and I was absolutely enthralled because I've been reading this over the time. Sludge mead, which is a mixture of uh, air, beer and mead. Okay. Experiment bourbon disastrous. Mead. It yeah. does <laughs> awful. Troubleshooting. But this this whole thing just sounds absolutely incredible. Um, but he has what he's done in the book, apart from bottling, if I can find it, which is kinda cool, is he's got like a here it is. So you've got advanced equipment mm. when you've done that, but you've also got your common equipment. So here it is. So you, he's also got it. So one gallon batches, three gallon and five gallon batches. Step by step instructions for making your first mead. Yeah. So it tells you all the ingredients you need. Campden tablets, which are the um, the oh, disinfectants. Um, right. Yeah. Super clean KC findings, wherever that is. Star sand sanitizer. So loads of sanitizer, but. Everything I need is here, mm. apart from it being American measurements, and I can change it. Right, them. yeah. That's pretty much it. You just have to get loads of sanitizer. That's an interesting. Loads bottle. of bits and a gigantic thing to put all your meat yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still. And the, yeah, and here you go. The steps, all the steps are done bit by bit. So once I've got the equipment there, yeah, which should take me not too long, and I don't think it'll be overly expensive. No, no. Um, all it is is just gauging. It's that first step is the most crucial one because once yeah. you've got it all in there in situ. It's just stirring it for 21 days, and then your mead's there. Yeah. So the beginning bit is one of the worst ones. So once I've done it, they've even got like a drill bit. To... Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so once this is all set up, yeah. that's the stress over. So yeah. I'm going to get all the equipment together, make a cheat sheet of step-by-step as easy as possible, and there you go. And there's, you see that siphoning tube I've got? That's yeah. where you put it in the top, and you bring it across for... Um, whatever the fuck it's called. Bottling. Uh, yeah, for bottling. That's it. So it comes. You can hear us like scrambling through this. Yeah. Bit. Finishing your mead with stuff, finding agents, gelatin, um, wow. bits like that. There's so much in this book, and it doesn't even look like a very big book. No, there's a lot in there. There's a lot more to it than you might think, but that doesn't surprise me, I guess. So. That's it. Yeah. So I'm I'm totally in for making this, but my, that's my Christmas present for those who I can't afford things. For yeah. To make yeah. 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 Definitely. Um, because if you think you can get one point five kilograms worth of honey cheap honey for mm. like seven quid yeah that's, that's a lot and what i'd probably do is with that normal honey i was going to add local honey yeah i remember you saying so you're just going to get give that like local sussex flavor where we can and yep. then find find different stuff to put in it that's it and just see what i can do again like rhubarbara is going to be my rhubarb yeah. version if i make it because apparently that lends itself well to me it could right be quite warming okay so talking about warming yeah well beer Okay, so we're now we're both kind of at the end of we've both got maybe like half an inch of, of liquid left in our glasses, and 
I, I went to drink some and I went, there's a lot of stuff in there. Yeah. So I guess that's a lot of the nutmeg. I don't know whether it, I don't know whether it's sediment or actual stuff to drink. Well, down in one. Mm. You know, I didn't really notice that. That's kind of okay. No, there's tangy. the orange. Yeah. There's the orange. Oh wow. Okay. That beer is still brilliant. Yeah. I would put that up to a four point five. I think. I, I'm quite happy with that as well. That is. That is a great beer. That I think we need to beer. look up more white ales as well because. Yeah. Oh, I've just realised. You know, you know this like the text around this. This owl? Yeah. I never read that as white ale before. I just saw lines. <laughs> I just I never really looked at it. But it was it was really cool. Like in terms of that beer, it was smooth going down. It was really great room mm. temperature. You got the taste of nutmeg, the orange at the end. We had that big whack of flavour. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, me too. That was probably the most that. entertaining. But I wasn't sure what to expect. Do you know the same thing is? I didn't read the this the, what was in it. I just went white ale. Okay, it, we haven't had this before. Let's try that because I, I was really struggling to pick a beer. Yeah. Because there was a lot of different IPAs, but we've done a lot of IPAs, and then some of them didn't feel particularly different. Yeah. Um, and I know you're not a huge IPA fan, really. I don't mind them at all. It's just yeah, you're more of the IPA yeah. fan than I am. So yeah. That was interesting. And yeah, so I wanted to try something different. Um, I guess that's kind of it. We kind of spoke. <sighs> Should we briefly talk about the fact that Matrix 4 is coming? Yeah, Matrix 4, so that's going to be uh, interesting. Um, Carrie-Anne Moss, so Trinity, is also back. Oops, yeah, I yeah. The, um, oh, she's done on. the thing again. Um, that's all right. There we go. Okay, so both Keanu Reeves and Carrie-Anne Moss are back. This is actually kind of slightly old news. We're about a month or so behind on this, but it's it kind of seems to be a continuation of, of it. Um Rumours that uh, Lawrence Fishburne will not return. Um, and actually, there's a bit of casting news recently that there's, there's possibly been cast as a young um, Lawrence Fishburne character. What was he called? Can you remember his... Uh, Morpheus. Morpheus, that's it. A young Morpheus. I'm really close to the mic. Oh, come on, left click. Come on. It's not going to go back. No. Okay. Let's try that. I can't remember who the guy is um, that got cast. Uh, click. Um, oh, yeah. How the hell do you say that? Yahya Abdul-Mateen. I recognise him, but I don't, I don't know, know why. where from. Oh, Clerk Street's also coming out. That's going to be cool. Yeah. So, so obviously, yeah, it's been rebooted. It says it's rebooted, but I don't understand how that oh, works. Oh, he was in uh, Aquaman. He was Black Manta. Oh, yeah, okay, that's it. Yeah. Um, that's, so he is... The rumour is that he could be a young Morpheus. So how does it appeal with Neo and Trinity then? Well, that's it because they've clearly aged a lot. Like, and they, they like, both. It, you know, this is twenty years. Yeah. Spoiler on the last one. So if you don't want to hear, don't listen for the next minute. But they died in the last film. Yeah. So what the fuck? How did how did we go back there? How did the Wachowski I, brothers? I love the Matrix. I'm not sure. More. Yeah, me too. Um, but it get me crazy. It's gonna be cool. It has to be a bald Morpheus with the glasses and the leather jackets. Everything in the Matrix was leather. I watched it yeah. about a month ago. And there was all the sort of club scenes, all like, everybody wearing BDSM, leather, yeah, yeah, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's hilarious. Leather and sunglasses. Yeah. I'll show you a clip after the cast. Okay, There's these yeah. guys that were, were queued up for the uh, to watch the film. They're all like super nerds of Matrix. They're like, my name is Stevens, Agent. Oh dear. And <laughs> son of Zion and all this sort of stuff. And it's so funny. I love that. Oh, America never change. Yeah. Um. I guess that's kind of it. The yeah. other, we've kind of mentioned Joker. We'll, we'll talk about that at some point. Yeah, um, I think it'll probably be best to talk about it next week because you would have seen it yeah. and I can go into depth about all the things I loved about it. Yeah. The one thing I will say when mm. you watch the film, keep a note of colour and how okay. it changes throughout the film because yeah. it is just beautiful how yeah. they work it. I love it. Okay. I cool. guess I guess that's us. Um, so we're giving the beer a four and a half? I'd say four and a half. I really enjoyed that. Yep. Yeah. Good. I don't know why it's not a five. I don't know why. I know. There's something about it which has not gone like, holy shit, this is the best beer ever. It's just really enjoyable, it's but really it's not like a miracle in a glass. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. What else have we given fives to? I can't we gave that, that um, what was that thing your mum bought back from? Oh, Ecuson. Yeah, that's oh, it. That yeah, yeah, amazing. yeah. That fresh. And there was something else we gave a five. See, this is why you need to go back and do yeah. that thing. Anyway, we'll get to we that. Will. So, that was the show. Thank you for joining us. We'd love to hear your feedback, so be to sure, be to sure, be, be to, to sure, sure. Yeah, be to, to sure. join our Discord at the link in the show notes. 
If you haven't already, and you can follow us on Twitter at slackers underscore studio. But if you're a bit more old-fashioned, send us an email at theslackersmailbox at gmail.com. That is theslackersmailbox at gmail.com. And if you haven't noticed already, we are now part of the Dragon Power Studio Network. Woo-hoo! So we need to record a new outro at some point. You may hear that shortly if we get time. Um, but if you haven't already, please give us a review over on iTunes, as it really helps us reach new people in addition to the Dragon Power Studio, studio Network. Studio Network? Network. Studio Network. Anyway, three, two, one. Don't, Don't let your boss catch you slacking. slacking. Until, Until next time, we've been, been your slackers. slackers. Nice. You do the noises this time. <laughs> Roll with that. <sighs> but wait, there's more. There's more. Here's some messages from other podcasts in the Slacker sphere. Hey, Slackers! It is Frasley. Want to hear even more discussion about World of Warcraft and geeky stuff? Head on over to Frazzlecast in your local supermarket podcast app, right next to the lettuce. Each week, I talk with people from Azeroth and beyond! Hey Slackers, Allie here. Do you enjoy Warcraft Dungeons? Ever wonder what the stories are behind them, but are just too busy slacking to look it up? I've got you covered. Check out Dungeon Fables on Google Play, iTunes, or SoundCloud. Take care, and keep on slacking. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com. Thank <laughs> you.